right, welcome back here. It is episode 16. We're going to jump into some, what are we at, week seven now? Week seven college football? Week seven. Yep. Week seven college football. We're in the thick of it here. We have our resident college football expert, Luke Stoner, on. We're going to jump right into his top 25. Um, if you got a chance to listen to the audio version of uh, last week's show, um, we debuted at Luke's top 25. I, 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 know I skimmed over it quickly, but he'll give you a more, you know, in-depth, uh, you know, on everything right now. He's going to go over it himself. Take it away, Luke. Go ahead. All right. So, first of all, the AP has gotten better the last couple of weeks. Um, there was some, some wacky shit going on. Uh, some of the first couple weeks of the season. Um, it's funny if you go back and look at the preseason top like five, six teams, they got the first three right, and then after that, uh, it was pretty shaky. But still have some differences. I think just my biggest uh, issue, I guess, with the AP in general is that um, they look too much at where they had teams ranked in the previous week, you know, uh, and not about what's actually happening on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example. Uh, and we're going to talk about this in one of our in our ranked matchups. Kentucky is still like number twenty in the poll. They shouldn't be ranked, um, but because they were number ten in the preseason, they get they they're in there. You know, so you get the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so at this top, uh, I got Ohio State number one. I think they've looked the most convincing in all their wins. They really haven't had any scares. Um, haven't really played any tremendous teams yet. Obviously, that Notre Dame win um, looked less impressive after the uh, the Marshall game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, you know, they beat Michigan State. Michigan State stinks. Whatever. But <laughs> they've been beating everybody by 40 points, um, and that offense looks in- insane. Um, so, yeah, I have Ohio State number one. Bama number two. Again, you know, I think they're a great team, but – Struggled against Texas, struggled against AM. Georgia number three, uh, same kind of deal. Almost lost that game to Mizzou, who is arguably the worst team in the SEC, probably second worst because Vanderbilt exists. Yeah, I was going to say, what about uh, Vanderbilt, bro? <laughs> hey, Vandy, Vandy's not horrible this year. Yeah, that offense didn't look that bad last week. Yeah, uh, they're getting better at least. Uh, number four, Clemson. I think they might actually have. Uh, the combination of like the two most impressive wins out of anybody. Um, I'm penalizing a little bit because I don't love that offense still. DJ mm-hmm. has, has been playing better this year, but I think when you compare their offense to especially Ohio State and Bama, like I think it falls a little short, but they did uh, beat Wake Forest on the road and they did beat NC State uh, pretty handily as well. So two impressive wins. Five out of Tennessee. Um, again, some impressive wins on the resume. Absolutely kicked the shit out of LSU. Um, they're looking good. And we're going to find out, though. We're going to find out uh, just how good they are this week. Here we are. Michigan, number six. Again, they looked good. They've played nobody. Their best win is probably at Iowa. And Iowa has the worst offense, man, in the history of my another team. Another team we're probably going to find out about this week. Yeah, Michigan, yeah, they, they got a big one. So, anyway, I'll move a little faster moving down the line here. Um, USC, I think, you know, they've, they've been impressive. They were, they were a team in the preseason, I thought. You know, why are they ranked so high? It's just because the name brand, whatever. 
but no, they've been they've been impressive. And the biggest part is the defense. Like we knew the offense was going to be there with Caleb Williams and Lincoln, and Lincoln Riley, but uh, they've actually been pretty good defensively as well. Uh, eight Penn State again. You know they, they've had some some decent wins, and especially that that win at Purdue on the road, I think is going to look more impressive as time goes on. I think Purdue's yep. probably the best team in the Big Ten West, which is kind of like saying they're the smartest kid on the short bus, but like <laughs> you know. They're still pretty good. They're still yeah, pretty yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to, to win an opener like that on the road was is a good win. Oklahoma Absolutely. State, I used to be higher on them. They haven't looked great um, necessarily. Like they had Texas Tech at home last week and didn't, didn't look fantastic. Um, it was close to the end there. Ole Miss, 10. Uh, UCLA, 11. That's a, you know, that's a huge story right there. Uh, the fact that the two LA teams are in the top eleven, uh, future Big Ten members, of course, Big Ten country <laughs> in Los Angeles. Yes, um, sir. They've been impressive. Uh, big win against Utah. TCU is a great story. That's a first year head coach right there, Sonny Dykes. That's that's wild to me that they've they're, they've been um, the program that's been in the gutter for a long time. Yeah, yeah, they've been bad the last three or four years. So the fact that they've turned things around so quickly is is big. Uh, Oregon thirteen. They've been very good since they got. Uh, their Chiefs clapped by Oregon uh, yeah. or by uh, by Georgia. Yeah. Um, forty nine to three in the first week. I thought they were dead. Uh, they responded well. Uh, Wake Forest fourteen. I actually think they're slept on. Um, mm-hmm. for sure, they're a very good team. I would not be surprised they finish eleven and one, ten and two. Um, with Clemson being their only loss, so keep an eye on them. Mississippi State very good at number fifteen. Uh, great team. They just happen to play in the SEC West and. I think they probably finished with three or four losses by the end of the year just by their, their schedule. Uh, 16, NC State. Um, haven't been overly impressed with them. Again, I think this is a team that's a little higher in the AP poll because they were ranked there in the preseason. Um, almost lost to Florida State at home last week. Um, you know, in, in some of their wins, they haven't looked great. BDCU by one point. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, number 17, Syracuse. My orange. Uh, they're, uh, <laughs> they're, they're looking good. Uh, but they got a big test. They play NC State. So, yeah, our 16 what, what team? What team don't – what teams don't get love from stoners? That's what I'm more um, – I'm more, like, wondering as the time goes on. I mean, I mean, uh-huh. you have your obvious, you know, with um, Notre Dame and Penn State, and then you sprinkle uh-huh. in, you know, a little Boise here, a little Syracuse yeah. there. Like, what teams yeah. don't get love from stoner? This is this is fair. It's fair criticism. Look, my sister went to Syracuse. I at least have an affiliation with it. You know, I, I went. To, I've been to a couple of Syracuse games. So, uh, yeah. No, I'm I, not criticizing. I mean, I've criticized yeah, you before yeah. for this, but I'm not criticizing. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering. It's more of now. Now it should be uh, looked at the opposite way, where it's like, what what are these teams doing wrong that they don't get love from Stoner? This is but, fair. Uh, speaking of teams, I love uh, number eighteen, Kansas. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Football. Yeah, they have a back. They got their backup in now. Um, but because Jalen Daniels out, Jason Bean, who's the backup, he looked fantastic. He actually scored. The, the offense scored more points with him in the game against TCU. Uh, and so I don't. I don't necessarily anticipate a step. A step back there. And people treat Kansas like, oh, it's this cute story, whatever. No, <laughs> I mean they're a good football team. Man. Football school. Um, they're and they got Oklahoma this week so that's going to be an interesting mm-hmm. one and uh i'll mention that game later in the picks segment okay uh number 19 kansas state 
very boring. They're almost like the Iowa. They're what Iowa should be, you know? Yeah. Like they're they're what Iowa should be. Like if if Iowa had a decent offense, they would be Kansas State this year, but they don't. Uh, number twenty, Texas. Texas is back. Uh, I firmly believe it. Um, and I'm not somebody who's believed in Texas. No, ever. same, same, um, same. But Quinn Ewers is is incredible. Yep. Um, Steve Sarkeesian's a offensive coach. Well, he's out of But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Hey, he's good at it. He's good, though. He's, he's good, good at, at two things. He's, he's good at drinking and he's yeah. good at ball. So if you lay off of drinking, you know, Texas is in good shape. And, maybe, uh, maybe actually it's, maybe it's, you know, linear. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. Who knows? Could be. Um, but yeah, no, I think Texas, they got two losses, but uh game they lost against Texas Tech. Uh, on the road was without Quinn years. I think they would have won that game with him. And you can certainly make an argument that they would have beat Bama with, with Ewers in as well because uh, he went down oh, in the yeah. first half. So oh, yeah. They are, I think they're better than their records. Their record says. And uh, let's just say I took a little bit of a future before last weekend, uh, Texas plus 450 to win the Big 12. So uh, I'm a believer. Number 21, first appearance in the uh, AP poll as well for I believe it was nine years. That is Illinois. Um, they they've been playing well. Brett Bielma. It's again. This is a very Iowa esque team. It's a Big Ten West team. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to score a lot of points, but they're going to run the ball. They're going to control possession. They're going to play good defense. And in the Big Ten West, that's that's what you got to do. Um, they can they have a good shot at, at winning. You know, nine nine ten games this year. Uh, but they've got a big game this week. They've got they've got Minnesota at um, in Illinois. Uh, I think it's it's going to be one of their biggest home games in a little while. Um, Don't let the boat get rowing. Yep. Number 22, James Madison, the Dukes. The Dukes are back. They're back. Um, they're so back. They see they just moved to FBS this year. Um, and obviously they've had a lot of success at FCS level. Mm-hmm. But they they rolled right in here. They rolled right in the Sun Belt and said, yeah, we don't care. This is our first year. Uh, in, We're taking in over. We're going to take over and win the conference. Yeah. Um, unless my second Sun Belt team in the top 25 has something to say about that, that's Coastal Carolina. Whoa. Um, you know, look, I love I love Coastal Carolina. I always have that, that offense. Oh, um, yeah. Jerseys are Jimmy sick, Chadwell, too. Jimmy Chadwell is – he's a name. I don't – I'm surprised he doesn't get mentioned more in some of these head coach kind of talks. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Lance Leipold of Kansas getting love, and he should. Um, you know, there's people throw other names out there, but I think as far as if you're looking for somebody that built a program, oh yeah, look no further than Jimmy Jimmy Chadwell at Coastal Carolina. I mean, they've been they've been huge. He, he has games. he has successfully like um like built that program into the culture around that area. Like that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. how he. That's how he. You know. And and I don't know if what I don't know what his recruiting system is like. I don't I don't know if he recruits you know the coast well yeah. or what. But the the point is that he he ingrained that in their like society. So it's just mm-hmm. you know it's what they look yeah, forward to now. He's been a he's been a culture builder. That's the thing with a program like Nebraska or Wisconsin, you don't want the coach. Everybody makes tries to make the home run higher, and I think that's what they tried to do with Scott Frost. They said mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. guy's a big name, he's hometown a boy, young guy. And he's gonna be able to bring in these big recruits and everything. Sometimes you need Matt Rule's another name. You need a Matt Rule or a Lance Leipold or Jimmy Chadwell, who they're not necessarily focused on getting five star recruits. They're gonna to try to 
you know, get the guys in their pipeline. Slow build. Develop them in-house. Slow build it up, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to win that. They're, they're, gonna win games that way, they're so. coming in looking at year three, not year one. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Yeah. So uh, right, let's move, segue. Move it on from the fun belt. We got two here. So we got 24 and 25. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. And this might be a little biased based on the flag behind me. Uh, <laughs> I got Notre Dame number 24. Uh, go ahead. Explain we, yourself because we're going to we'll get heat for this. Yeah. Obviously, uh, the loss to Marshall is bad. Of right? course. But here's the thing. When I was looking at teams I could put in these spots, well, first of all, number 25 is North Carolina, okay? Five and one. They're a good team. But I can't I can't put North Carolina in knowing that Notre Dame kicked the shit out of them in their own building. Like, yep. Notre Dame ran the ball all over North Carolina at North Carolina, controlled that game. And what the hell? They beat – North Carolina beat Miami. Middle Tennessee beat Miami. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, and, then, and then BYU, I mean – um, that's another team you could possibly put in there. They had a good win at versus Baylor, but like I can't put BYU in ahead of the team that they just lost to on a neutral field. Like I'm, I'm a guy that says like the game is mad. Like oh yeah, people in the in the polls and everything. It's it's like record and the head to head matchups don't matter. Like to me, if you beat a team and your records are relatively similar, like you should, you know, basically like you should be ranked ahead of them. Um, so yeah, that's the that's top twenty five. All right, all right. Well, we got six massive ranked games this week, and I know you have, you know, you you might knowing you, you might have three picks per game. To be honest, like <laughs> I, it could be crazy here. Um, I I was talking to somebody recently about the amount of plays you have per week to pick from, and it's mm-hmm. just it's eye opening, honestly. Like it was week one, and you had like it was week zero, I think, and you had like thirty six plays or something. Like it was chaotic and the thing yeah. is even on your down weeks you're still because i you know i'm obviously talking to you every day about it even in your down weeks you're like at your lowest you're like 425 like yeah. you know it's like no yeah. I, I said it so last week got back on the winning side but two weeks prior i you know i had down weeks and i went 15 and 16 and then i went 10 and 12 so those were my bad weeks but overall uh yeah. coming into the week we are at uh, 96, 87, and one, which is, uh, you know, 184 plays, uh, by week seven. That's a lot, but hey, if we're, if we're winning, we're winning. Um, I don't know. I don't want to, I, like I don't want to overstep you here, but my, my high school batting record right now is like 118 and 22. So, it's, you know, it's pretty good. It's pretty I know. Good. But let's um, ju- let's jump into this. Let's jump into this Michigan Penn State because obviously, like yeah. I kind of alluded earlier, you have a soft spot for Penn State. You do enjoy, yeah. um, you know, their program and and the, the atmosphere around it, and, and uh, it's hard not to honestly. Like it really is. Once you're ingrained in it, it, it is hard to to be like, oh, what you know, f this team, you know, but mm-hmm. because they it is a it is a it is an exciting atmosphere. So. Uh, number pen, number number pen, number ten, Penn State, uh, up in uh, up in Michigan, facing number what are they now five? What does the AP have? Yeah. Five. We should be going five by year. Two. We should be going by years yeah, anyway. Two. But this is number number six versus number eight. There you go. Yeah, that's better. That makes <laughs> it look so much better. Um, <laughs> so Penn State's getting six and a half at minus one hundred two plus two twenty five mm-hmm. in the money line. The over under is fifty one and a half for minus one hundred five. 
go ahead and just spit it at me because I know you have probably been doing the math on this game for like two weeks now. <laughs> so this game is interesting. Like, there, there's sometimes, you know, you're scrolling through the sports book or whatever, you're scrolling through the lines, and you look at something and you're like, man, that's that j- it jumps out of you. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm betting that. This game I looked at for like 10 minutes, and I, I tried to figure out which way to bet it. Um, and what I think I came to was I believe, and I believe this is the right number, it was the Michigan team total under 30 and a half. Um, I could it might have been 29 and a half. It's somewhere, it's somewhere around there. But yeah. you could probably set, set the custom line to 30 and a half um, if you need to get, if you want to get it at that number. The reason I say that is Penn State's defense really solid, really solid. And especially, you know, they've been they've been great against the run. Um, twenty nine and a half. It is now twenty nine and a half. Okay, I'd still take it there. Minus um, one twenty two. So it's a little higher. You could probably get a line somewhere for like minus yeah, one one fifteen something. Yeah, you could probably get for like thirty. Thirty and a half for basically even money for mm-hmm. thirty. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So point being on that, Penn State's defense, I believe in. Um, they're really solid. Michigan. They're going to try to play this game the way they played against Iowa, the way they played against Indiana. Um, they're going to run the ball. And they're, going to, they're going to drain the clock. They're going to play in a manner that I don't think leads to them scoring 31 points. Yep. They might win the game. If, if, I, you know, if I had to bet on it, money line, I, yeah, I'd take Michigan to win the game. But I don't know. I, I just don't think they, they put up 31 points on Penn State's defense, especially with the way they play. Yep. And segueing off that, segueing off that, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a little heat for some of the way I talk about Penn State, but I think I shed a little more light on my feelings earlier. Um, I, I, I don't really hate Penn State. I just like to rile their fans up. Um, <laughs> with that being said, I, I believe what you're saying. I believe that Michigan is going to try to get a lead and kind of control clock, move the ball first down, first down, first down, you know. Um, with that being said, I'm feeling a close game. I like Penn State at plus six and a half minus 102 right now. Mm-hmm. And if it goes up, if they want to give them more points, I'll take seven. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, I think, I think by the end of the week, you'll probably be able to get seven. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I really like that. I don't care what the line is for it. I mean, even right now, you could probably get seven at like minus 120. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and if the and you know if they want to give me if they want to freaking give me seven and a half for like you know <laughs> minus one eighty, I'll take it. Like I don't care. Like that's a that's still a good bet in my mind. I think this could very easily be like a seventeen fourteen final. Like yeah. I get like yeah. I think both both teams can very easily soak that clock. You know. Yeah. And with all the hate Sean Clifford gets, I'm a I'm a Sean Clifford uh, uh, supporter. Game manager. Um, defender he's a game manager and on top of that he's played at ohio state twice in his career by now he's played at michigan before yep uh he just played at auburn two weeks ago three weeks ago played at purdue already this year he's not gonna be a guy that gets rattled by an environment um yeah he's, he's not he's not an elite quarterback he's not great but he is a seasoned veteran who's not gonna let the stage frighten him um and so I think, you know, he's, he's a good good guy to have on your team right now uh, for Penn State. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I like, I like the plus, plus six and a half, plus seven if you can get it, and then the Michigan under. 
Absolutely. Let's roll to TCU. Uh, they have Oklahoma State coming to town. You you were a little sour on Oklahoma State. I mean, obviously, you still mm-hmm. have them ranked. Uh, the AP has them at – this font is so small. Eight. Uh, yeah. No, I only have one, one lower than the AP. Yeah, and TCU's at 13 in the AP. Um, mm-hmm. Now, here's what I am a little boggled about. Oklahoma State is getting three and a half points. They're plus 146 on the money line. The over-under is 68 and a half for minus 115. Um, I, I mean, I think TCU is good. Like we kind of talked about earlier, but I, like, I'm, I still have to see Oklahoma state lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think it's a tough one because I don't necessarily know how good TCU is. It's That's what I mean. Like it's, I, I, it's not, it's not as, you know, if an established team that has kind of been in the top 25 for the last three seasons, mm-hmm. you know, is kind of playing them it's it's tcu who we just talked about has been in the gutter for a while and they are talented like they can score points they are top 25 point scoring team mm-hmm. in college football you know so yeah, it, no, it's TCU, there it's the, the thing is they they jumped into the top 25 based off of that oklahoma win which they destroyed them right i think it was mm-hmm. like 55 17 it wasn't even close we, wasn't even we threatening. Found out, the thing is we found out the next week that oklahoma just stinks yeah right? Yeah, because we thought okay, Oklahoma lost to Kansas State. It was close. It was three, three, four point loss. I think that's fine. That Kansas State's a good team. I didn't necessarily think Oklahoma was terrible because of that. And they get killed by TCU. My thought was still, well, Oklahoma's not bad. TCU is maybe just pretty good. Well, no, Oklahoma stinks. Like we 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 know this now. Um, <laughs> so it's hard to say that the Oklahoma wins impressive. It was it's still a good win, obviously, but it's not as impressive as it was when it first happened. Uh, and then beating Kansas on the road is, is a good win, but Oklahoma State's a little better than Kansas. So I don't know. It's at TCU, which is why the line is uh, the way it is, I think. I per- I didn't put a pick down on this game. I had no read. Like, because I just don't know. If you, want, if you want to put a pick down, bet the over for fun. Like, yeah, I, I honestly, I would see, that's the thing. I I feel like I'm a, I'll I'll be a sucker if Oklahoma state wins by whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's just one point, I still feel like I'll be a sucker because I just had a, you know, I I mean, they're not at home, but they're still Mm -hmm. Oklahoma state who's been in the top 10 now for like, I don't know. I don't even know how many seasons it feels like. Yeah, no, I mean, Mike Gundy has that program, you know, they're consistent. So yeah, I guess I'll follow your lead and take the over if I it gun to my head, but yeah. Um like I I I don't know. If 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 it pops up on my screen Saturday and says like Oklahoma's plus like or Oklahoma State's plus like five, I might yeah. do that. Like I, I yeah, might yeah, yeah. I might be, you know, sucked into that. But yeah, no, I can see it. my thing is I, sometimes Vegas gets the line basically just exactly right. I oh, think that's yeah. the kind of situation right now. And if if it moves in either like if it gets to TCU minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Right, I would I would probably take that if it goes to Oklahoma State, you know, plus five, plus five and a half. I, I could take that too. So we'll see. Well, it's a, it's one to watch, but for yep. now, root for points. We'll and- jump to uh, the SEC country now. Alabama at Tennessee, mm-hmm. big game feel like this. This just I I don't know what it is. Like there's a lot of good football this weekend. Somehow this game still feels like, if not the top game, like a top three. Um. 
Tennessee's getting seven and a half at or just seven right now at home. I think it was mm-hmm. seven and a half earlier. Uh, yeah. They're getting seven at home, uh, minus one hundred five, plus two thirty on the money line. Over under is sixty five and a half, minus one ten. Um, I would love to sit back and just say I'm on the over and go for scoring points, but I feel like every time I do this in an Alabama game where where I like I just assume that it's we're just going to score points, man. We're just going to score points. It never happens. It's always actually the complete opposite. It's an it's a mm-hmm. like stone cold under. So I may <laughs> I may take the under. I feel like if I don't, I'm going to be like, what the fuck were you doing, Eli? Yeah. But I I literally I have been on a trend now for about three straight, almost three straight seasons now, where I'm just like. Every time I see this 60 number and it's Alabama versus another top 10 SEC school, I'm just like, yep, give me that over. And, and it's, mm-hmm. I, I could swear to God, it's like, oh, and six in, in my last six. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I was looking at the under two. I definitely lean towards the under on the total. My bet here is just straight up Alabama minus seven. Now, I hate to do it. I hate to do it. <laughs> and again, this is, like you said, it seems like I have uh, uh, a level of infatuation with every team. Uh, in some way, Tennessee is one of those. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin is, uh, I've, I've got cousins in Tennessee. One of them's going there right now. So, like, I, I love Rocky Top. I love, you know, I've been Neil and Stadium. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Nick Saban um, is mean. I, there's yeah, no other way to say There's it. no other he's, way to put it. He is, he is the kind of guy that is going, that wants to, he would he would take so much joy because Tennessee fans right now they haven't felt this hopeful <laughs> in 20 years. They haven't felt like this since '98. Like this is the biggest game in Tennessee history, probably this century. Yeah, right. Nick Saban would love to do nothing more than go to Tennessee and tell those fans just, to go fuck themselves. Yeah, just sit back um, casually. I have his dinner. And be like, oh, this is great, ain't it? Yeah. And it's not just that. It's not just based on Nick Saban. As far as the actual football aspect of it, Alabama just always responds. They're always, um, especially coming off a game like Texas A&M, where they didn't look great. Every time you think you got Alabama on the ropes, you're saying, oh, Bama's not that good. They're not that good. I was a sucker, (laughs) and I I had that thinking when they played Arkansas, and I took Arkansas. I remember. I'm not doing it again. Bama minus seven. All right. Well, you ride that. I'll stick to my gun on the under 65 and a half. And uh, we'll, we'll jump into the uh, next uh, ranked game. We have number – Jesus Christ. How am I supposed to tell if this is a 10 or a 6? Who is it? 10, Mississippi State. Oh, 10, yeah. Mississippi State at 22, Kentucky uh kentucky the home dog getting four and a half uh minus 114 one plus 150 on the money line over under is 48 and a half what do you like here stoner so first of all i believe i said this in our preview if i didn't um i i still thought it uh will levis was the most overrated quarterback in the country coming into the season now he got hurt last week uh, I think he's going to play in this game. I, that's kind of the signs are. He he was throwing game. up the Tua Tango by Lowe West side. Yeah. <laughs> but before that, everybody was coming to see the season high on Kentucky. 
Will Levis is going to be the first round, you know, first pick of the NFL draft. And I said, no, he, there is a reason he was at Penn state. He lost a quarterback battle to Sean Clifford. Yeah. Like people that should be enough. Love the shit on Sean Clifford and say, Will Levis is going to be a first round draft pick. You can't have both. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't be a first round draft pick if you lost to Sean Clifford. Exactly. Now, uh, that being said, um, that was my victory lap on saying I was right about Kentucky. This game is, is very, very tough for Mississippi State because they're riding high. They just beat Arkansas convincingly. Um, they've had so, some bigger wins before that as well. And they're coming to this game feeling good. And anytime you go on the road in the SEC, it's not easy. And Kentucky's not a bad team. Their defense is good. Um, offensively, with Levis. And look, Levis isn't a horrible quarterback by any means. He's good. He's, he's above average. But he's not, you know, he's not the second coming of Jesus. Is what was my point was. Um, just because he's six five doesn't mean he's going to be good. You know, Brock Osweiler is six seven. He he said like height, height and hand size don't determine necessarily how good of a quarterback you are. But anyway, long story short, uh, this this number seems low to me. The total forty eight and a half is what I'm seeing it at right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Mississippi State with the air raid, you know, style that they play is going to throw the ball, obviously. And what does that lead to? It leads to incompletion sometimes. It leads to receivers going out of bounds. Uh, and all those things stop the clock, which makes the game longer and leads to more points. Um, I get, you know, Mississippi State doesn't have bad defense themselves. UK, uh, uh, Kentucky, they're, they're, they've got a good defense. So I understand why the number is rather low. That being said, uh, Will Rogers is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Um, and I think he's going to put up numbers. I think this the final score in this game is probably like a 30 to 24, which comfortably puts me at the over. So I'm taking over 48 and a half. Oh, I'm on that too. That's exactly what I was thinking all the time. It's just, <laughs> it's too low for me not to be on it. Um, mm-hmm. We got about eight minutes here. We'll jump to okay. USC at Utah. Obviously me and you were both so freaking high on Utah before season. We were. Uh, USC. By the way, they're always still like cash. Uh, we had a- oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, not, very easily it's can. It's not, it's not done yet. USC number seven on here at twenty Utah. Um, USC is getting three points plus one hundred four, uh, plus one thirty four on the money line. Over under sixty four and a half at minus one ten. What do you like here? So I'm gonna go back to a similar well I went with with Michigan Penn State. When I go on the team total, which I've been doing more this year. I don't know if you've noticed, but oh, I've, I've noticed. Been, I've been hitting on them. I've been hitting on them. I, it's a different way to look at the game because you uh-huh. can say, "Look, I don't know how many points Utah's going to score, but I do know that USC is going to score points with their offense." And by the way, Utah's defense, which is usually a strength of their team, has not looked good. They just gave up forty-two to UCLA. Um, they gave up what? 30, 31, 32 to Florida at the beginning of the year, who we have now seen stinks. Well, not stinks, but their offense isn't great. They're a pretender. Right. And so I'm looking at this here right now, USC team, team total over 30 and a half. Yep, that's what I have. 30 and a half. Um, I think I, – I don't see how USC has a score 31 points in this game. Um, so that's my bet there. Look, and in, Utah might score 38. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm confident in USC's ability to score points. Um, because yeah, this this Utah team is not 
their defense is not what it has been in the past. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my view on it there. Well, you, you sold you, you you sold me on that, so add that to my card. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna straight up take the over at sixty four and a half. Yeah. So so I'm on that, and then give me USC team team total over of thirty and a half. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. take them both. What is our next rank game here? I don't see it. I think that was all. What? I think that was that was. We got them all. Got. Uh, yeah. Well, we got about six minutes here. Is there any other games that stick out to you? Um, so, uh, I, have a, I have a couple other. Go ahead, uh, lay them on me. I don't have I don't have the full card yet. I haven't gone through my full process, but yeah, we'll have uh, that. Out. We'll have that on the social media accounts come come Saturday morning. Yeah, so I haven't I haven't gone through the full you know pick process yet, but I do have some some here that I'm liking. Mm-hmm. First up is it's a Thursday night game, just a little Thursday night special for you. Uh, it's the Navy team total over twenty two and a half versus SMU. Um, SMU defense not good. Uh, they're, they're not a bad team. They're favored by uh, I think twelve and a half in the game. Yep. But I also took uh, look. Navy, Navy is a team. When it comes to if there's teams that I have to a T that I can oh, bet on one. and know what's happening, it's the service academies. Yeah, like because I lived it and I watched all of them play. Like I know what's happening. Navy, for whatever reason, and I think it's this came out two years ago or so that during their training camp and stuff, they don't hit each other very often, right? Um, basically, especially during the 2020 season, it was like during COVID and everything. They like just had like no contact practices, and so oh, they sucked. So you're calling them soft? Yeah, yeah. So they were soft, <laughs> you know. And so they sucked for the first four games of the year. And guess what? That happened again this year. And so I was for the first four games, I was fading, fading the sailors. Right? That's what I would always say in the chat. I said fade the sailors. <laughs> it worked. And then until it didn't. Until one game, they beat East Carolina, and I said, "All right, switch is flipped. They're they're ready now." This is how Navy operates. Uh, and so I had them last week. I had the team total over. It was like 19. They ended up scoring like 46 points. Um, so, yeah. No, I, I like it again this week. They're playing a bad defense. A 22 and a half is pretty disrespectful. I think – I mean, what, they need They need three touchdowns and a field goal and it catches? Like, I, see, I, see, I like that all day. Um, next, <laughs> Illinois versus oh, I, Minnesota. I was going to ask you about this one. <laughs> um. So, Minnesota might be a fraud. Uh, it, this is a fraud detector game. We're going to find out. We're going to find fraud, out. Yes. Because, you know, they beat, they, they beat the crap out of their first three te- opponents, which were all garbage, right? They beat Colorado, who is the only winless team, I believe, now in college football. And then they beat an FCS team. It, it, was, it was garbage. Then, you know, they beat Michigan State 34-7. to And I said, oh. Yeah, geez, they kicked the shit out of Michigan State. They were a good team. Well, it turns out Michigan State stinks. Like, Michigan State just lost to Maryland by 17 or 13 or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, Michigan, Minnesota doesn't really have a, a quality win on the schedule, and they lost to Purdue at their own place by 10. So, basically, I'm not high on Minnesota, and I think Illinois is getting uh, too many oh. points in this game simply based off the fact that their name is Illinois. Yeah. Right? Um, and ultimately, Illinois might lose the game. I think there's not going to be enough points scored in this game for Illinois plus seven to not cover. Um, so yeah, that's what I got there. I got Illinois plus seven. 
Uh, next up, uh, I alluded to this one earlier with Kansas. Kansas plus plus nine and a half versus Oklahoma. This is another one where it's like, does, are people watching the games? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Oklahoma is so bad. They're they bad. Uh, they didn't score a point. They were the only team this season. Um, only, I want to say, other than one. I forget what the exact was exact stat was, but it was like only two teams this year have been shut out, and Oklahoma is one of them. Um, it, they're not good. Like their offense isn't good. I don't particularly care if the quarterback comes back. <laughs> Kansas is being disrespected. Okay, they're being disrespected. What do you um, what do you think about the third stringer, General Booty? It's <laughs> his time to shine. Yeah, we need we need more booty. That's fact. That would that would solve a lot of problems. Um, All right. Well, that's what we'll wrap it up. We only had about a minute left. So uh well, I just have one question for you on the week. Uh, one question. Um yeah. Notre Dame gonna cover 16 and a half on so, Stanford. This was on my list. Actually, so I have three bets here. I'm just gonna say them. Go ahead, Purdue, just run them down. Purdue minus 13 and a half versus Nebraska. Nebraska stinks. I think Purdue's two in the corner. They're good. Uh Going back to team total, total well here. Notre Dame team total over 34 and a half. Love that. Versus Stanford. Um, I think the offense has turned a corner. Stanford has uh, no defense. And so there's that. And then lastly, uh, Clemson minus three and a half versus Florida State. Uh, I don't I don't particularly buy Florida State as being very good. It's, it's going to be a tough environment. But uh, Wake Forest just beat Florida State by 10 at Florida State. I think Clemson can do the same. Uh, so Clemson minus three and a half. So yeah, those are my bets that I have. Um, so yeah. And like I said, we'll get your whole card out there when, when you have it ready come the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. But let me just thank you for doing this. I had a great time as always. I think we just nailed another one. Uh, so we're going to get to some NFL picks here in a couple seconds with uh, our resident NFL expert, Richie Bentz. But um, once again, we just thank Luke for his great coverage of all our college sports. And uh, we look forward to having him on next time. All right. We're back here with Richie Bentz, our resident NFL picker here. Uh, we're going to jump right. Hey, Richie, how'd you, how well, you got to, you got to explain something for me here, bro. What, what, what happened last week in that best bet that, uh, that commander? Well, let me see. All right. So they should have won the game. Honestly, they were on the what five yard line with like three plays they had there. Yeah. Four, yeah. Four plays. And he throws a pick at the one. So they should have won the game, but why didn't they just run the ball? Uh, because they couldn't run the ball all game, so yeah. But you're on the what? Why you're on the one yard line? Go put your put Carson's like six five. Put him under center. And and have, I, don't, I think they only had one timeout left, and but they might have zero at that time. So it ran. They could they could have been like I don't know. Maybe. What, what what do you think about the whole drama there with Ron Rivera first throwing just Carson? What's what's the team's problem with quarterback play? And then he came back and double took it. He's like, ah, oh, well, I was just you know I apologize. Blah blah blah. I don't know what's going on there, but I'm I'm just I'm just mad. I'm just mad. That's it. Yeah, I'd be mad too because I had a pretty good best bet last week. Hammered yeah, pretty yeah. easy Monday night. Raiders chart or Raiders Chiefs. I, I what yeah. the Raiders Raiders scored 19 points or 17 points right off the bat. I know that was crazy. Yeah, and then you know Mahomes score at will, man. Score at will. So uh let's roll right into our segment we introduced last week. Uh Richie's top five. Go ahead and lay out your uh power five. So you're so we, we kind of discussed this a little before the show. Your your top three teams last week didn't lose. So so do they move at all in the power five? Like does that 
Now, uh, yeah, th- those three are going to stay there. Number one, Chiefs. Number two, Bills. Number three, Eagles. I, I hate saying the Eagles at number three right there, but I have to. I mean, they're the only undefeated team in the league, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then number four, the Ravens. I had the Ravens still lurking around there. Get so they moved up. They, so uh, they, moved up, they moved up a spot. They were five yeah. last week. They The yeah, Packers they, were four. Yeah, so they, they moved, moved them up, up with the Packers lost to the G-man. Yeah, the big Giants. Uh, and then five of the Vikings just because they have a great offense and – Hey, they're four and one. Like, why not put them at five? Yeah, and their their only loss is to the you know undefeated Eagles, who you have at three. So it, it does make sense. There is some some uh I I you did get a little heat from one of your boys last week on Twitter. Uh, Everly didn't like that that Tua talk. Yeah, uh, is he gonna be, is he coming back or not? No, like, no. I I saw their start in the Thompson kid because Bridgewater has a concussion or some shit. Yeah, well, well, the Jets, man, our, our Jets money line pick or whatever. I think oh, we'll, we'll get into that. We're picking Jets. We're, we might pick Jets games every week this year. Um, <laughs> that was a lot, buddy. <laughs> buddy, I'm buddy. What have I told you? I'm I I feel this Jets team. I just I I haven't felt this kind of chemistry with any other team outside of Philadelphia before. I'm just me, Bob Sala, and and Zach Wilson. We we're just we're just boys. I mean, I, Joe Douglas up in the, up in the box. We're just boys. All of us. That's, that's how it feels right now. Um, let's roll into some picks here. Right. Uh, first game, first game. We're, we're not picking them all this week. That was a little, you know, madness. At least if we consolidate a little bit, you know, we could, we could probably get some better picks out there. Right, Rich, you know, you know, you feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first game bucks at Steelers. The, Steelers tough week last week. Uh, juggernaut Bills came. Uh, well, they had to go to Buffalo. Even worse. Uh, Steelers out at home. They're getting. They're an eight and a half point dog at home. Minus one fourteen. Uh, plus three fifteen in the money line. Over unders forty three and a half. What do you got, Richie? Well, Kenny Pickett his first time starting at home. I I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the Steelers can actually win this game straight up money line. Whoo! That's starting high. Are you? Are, are you taking a money line? You're taking the points. I'm taking the points. Oh yeah, you gotta take the points. You're getting eight and a half here. You're getting a, a whole half. touchdown. Yeah, you're yeah. getting a whole touchdown. And they're just they're at home. I mean, after last week showing it to Bills, I mean, what it was 33, it was 31 to three at a point, like against the Bills. Like, um hey, what's hey. Up? good teams win. Great yeah, teams cover. That that was just embarrassing. Great, That's yeah, like, but yeah. but great teams cover. Great teams cover. They ain't cover last week, they gotta cover this week, right? Yeah, they're gonna come back. They're gonna, they're gonna be showing up this game. Yeah, I'm telling you, they actually no, take a money line. Actually, take a money line. Oh boy, okay, <laughs> okay, you're taking them plus three fifteen money line. Yeah, I'm taking. Oh them. Jesus Christ! All right, well I'll take them with the points because I am a Kenny Pickett believer, and people think I'm just putting on some kind of facade. But I tr- listen, listen. I I've been arguing this all week, and I hundred percent believe it. Firm, hundred and ten percent believe this. Kenny Pickett is better than any quarterback NFL style NFL play. He's a better NFL quarterback than any of the five first round previous quarterbacks in the year before Mac Jones, Trey Lance, um, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields. He's better in the NFL than all three. Obviously, you know, like the 49ers are a buzzsaw. They're good. The Patriots have a great system and everything. Not, not that the Steelers don't, but, you know, obviously we saw Mac's success. We even see this Bailey's happy success because of the system around them and how Bill builds his team and how he builds his players. 
Um, I think the same thing could be said with Bridgewater. I think Mike Tomlin is probably a big reason that that culture is probably a big reason that Kenny looks so ready. Um, I don't, I like, I think we almost went through a whole season last year of like being like, ah, I mean, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, they really play the whole season, but we went through a whole season of basically looking at them kind of how we looked at Trey to start. It was like, ah, he doesn't look ready. He doesn't look ready. When Kenny came in, they immediately got better. Like, and no, you can't argue that even, even though they lost ugly, like 33 to three to the freaking bills, they, you cannot tell me that they didn't look better. Like everything just, they, they actually pushed the ball more than 10 yards at a time. Like, yeah, I, chasing. I, they were chasing. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a credit to Kenny being NFL ready. And I think the, the way, you know, I think it's probably credit to the Pittsburgh coaching staff and, and everything in the culture there, just like it is up in New England with Mac Jones, just like Dougie P's pro- kind of building Trevor Lawrence up, just like the Jets are now kind of building Trevor uh, um, Zach Wilson up. I think we might get there with Fields and uh, Fields and um, Lance. I, I like Davis Mills. He's really raw, but like he's in a bad spot. Like that guy, he's not getting no support. You know what I mean? Whereas <laughs> Kenny's getting the support and kind of running with it a little bit here. So that's why I truly believe Kenny is a better NFL quarterback than the, the previous five taken, previous six, I guess, taken in the first round. Uh, with that being said, I'll take the Steelers in the points. Um, next game, we got to jump to Jets Packers. And like we talked about, I have never felt closer with a team not named the Philadelphia Eagles than the New York Jets. I maybe it's something because Joe Douglas came from Philadelphia, and uh, you know maybe it's maybe he's building that the same way. I don't know, but all I'm saying is that everything I've said about the Jets so far this year has been like spot on. They really aren't a terrible team. They're a cover machine. They might be. I think the Falcons are actually like the best team against the spread in the NFL, but. But the Jets are like 700 against the spread right now. Like they are, it's worth it. Put it that way. Um, They're at Lambeau this week playing the Packers um, off a loss, obviously to another New York team. They're getting seven and they're getting seven points uh, minus one Oh five plus two seventy on the money line. The over under is 45 and a half. Now let me tell you something. I think the Packers are going to be a little pissed off and I think they're going to be at home. And I think they're going to try to run the shit out of the ball. Uh, Aaron Jones is like the leading, um, has leading yards per carry, I think, in the NFL right now. Um, AJ Dillon's obviously a monster when they want to change the pace a little bit. I think they're going to run the shit out of the ball on this team. And I think that's a good window for the Jets to cover a touchdown. But at the end of the day, you're looking at Aaron Rodgers versus Zach Wilson. And I don't think that's going to necessarily happen. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going over in this game. I think we're going to score points. I think hopefully the Packers piggyback is there. I think that offense kind of wants to explode out of a shell. Um, I mean, really they, the Packers were two, two drops and a sack away from, you know, probably being up like 10 points on the giants last week.